Shalom! You're listening to the Immunity Podcast with me, Rabbi Yoni. Let's inspire your neshama to grow. When discussing Amuna, Tefillah, and the Parsha, really, this week is one of the best times to do it. In the Sidra, Vayehi, we see the Shavatim are given their brachos from Yaakov Avinu. Every Friday night, a father recalls the brachos given to Menashe and Ephraim. There's so much here to cover. Rabbi Kiva Brook and his Sefer from behind the curtain points out that the Mei Ha Shiloach, Rabbi Mordechai Yosef of Ishbitz, identifies Yaakov as the highest level of the Avos and that he was the pinnacle of Amuna. Avraham and Yitzchak, as Yaakov states, walked before Hashem. In contrast, he describes his own walk as being shepherded from birth onward. This is the highest level. Whereas Avraham and Yitzchak had to forge a path and build trust in Hashem, Yaakov followed only the path Hashem laid out for him. Through this statement, Rabbi Brook points out that Yaakov Ovina is telling Yosef that when one doesn't want to pray, that's when they should, that we should turn to Hashem alone for our path and have a muna on the highest level. This is what David HaMelech means in Tehillim, we recite during Marv leading into Shabbos, Hashem is my shepherd. David Hamelech is begging Hashem to guide him step by step, just like Yaakov Avinu. Perhaps when we recite this Tehillim this upcoming Shabbos night, we can keep in mind that by reciting it, we too want to be led only by Hashem. Also, in our Friday night Kiddush, we see the blessing over the children. Fathers bless their sons to be like Menashe and Ephraim. Why is this? Rashi points out these children of Yosef were unfit for blessing. The Baba Varov looks to Baderk Tzachos for insights. When a boy is bar mitzvah, the father rises to the Torah and recites the bracha, who has released me from the punishment of this boy. Until bar mitzvah, the father is held accountable for the boy's misdeeds. In the case of a boy being pure, however, the Rav clarifies, one should not recite this bracha. It is only for a boy who has sinned. Thus, when Yaakov asks regarding Menashe and Ephraim, he's pointing out they are pure and unfit for this particular blessing. Menashe and Ephraim grew up in the culture of the Mitzri. They were exposed to immorality and spiritual emptiness. Around them was a life of gashmius and excess. It's very easy to draw a comparison to the American culture today, not just on excess and physicality or lack of spiritual sensitivity, but also the core values of enslaving Yidin to be estranged from Torah and mitzvos. Cancel culture, gender confusion, open orthodoxy, and more are some easy examples of values so contrary to Torah that one cannot align, align to them and competently serve Hashem. This is why we bless our children to be like Menashe and Ephraim. The shtus that's around us, the shtus is around us, and we want them to grow up as tzaddikim, protected from our American mitzri culture. And to accomplish this, we need a Muna and Tefillah. So he blessed him that day, saying, By you shall Israel bless, saying, May Hashem make you like Ephraim, like Menashe. Reishis 48.20 The Bubble Varov has two questions on this blessing we recall every week. First, why to say on that day? Second, why repeat saying? Rav Ben Zin above the Kedushat Zion is a foundational idea regarding tefillah. Hashem wants our tefillahs. It's a conversation with Him, part of a relationship to be connected to Hashem. Thus, to ensure we daven, Hashem withholds blessing 
until we do so. The Midrash and Shemos confirms this, pointing out that Kriyas Yamsuf could not be realized until Kla Yisrael cried out to Hashem, a preordained miracle set up in the creation of existence held back until we spoke to Borei HaOlam. The Kedusha Zian points out this concept of tefillah applies unilaterally to us all over everything. Our success, our pranasa, our shidokim and more is reliant on our tefillahs. To recap, a life of Amuna is the highest level. Tefillah is essential and the spigot of blessings. Regarding the brachos of the Shabbat team, the Zohar asks why the brachos of Zevalon always precede the brachos of Yisachar. Yisachar studied Torah. Shouldn't Torah come first? The Gemara and Bava Kama, also found in our morning Seder of Davening, states that the Torah, the study of Torah is the greatest mitzvah. And yet when the blessings are given, the tribe that does the physical mitzvahs is given precedence over the tribe that learns Torah. There's a second half to the Gemara that's not often quoted, and that's a good idea to look at it. It says, 17a, that Torah study is great because it leads to the performance of mitzvahs. So it's a circular argument. Torah study is the greatest mitzvah because it leads one to do other mitzvahs, and thus it would seem doing other mitzvahs is the ikker over study. And while one should not use this as an argument to lessen or ignore study, that is the correct understanding. In fact, Kazal and Avos clearly state study is not the main thing, but actions. Kavos Lavavos instructs us regarding work to choose a job that is natural, pleasurable, and congruent with observant life. For some, that is being a Torah scholar. For others, it's being a surgeon, a writer, teacher, a bus driver, nearly you name it. Those that choose the path of labor and invest in the Torah scholars, according to Zohar, are given a double favor, one for giving tzedakah and two for investing in limit HaTorah. Part of Amuna, part of Tefillah, goes back to what David HaMelech pleaded for. He, he pleaded Hashem would guide him and that he would not take matters into his own hands. We need to build this ourselves, which is the purpose of our discussion on Amuna, Tefillah, and Parsha. May we be Zoka, the grown Armuna, and merit to live as Yaakov Avinu, wholly reliant on only Hashem for our Derek. To help you in your growth in this area, I have some resources available. I'm teaching a weekly class at the Portland Colon Night Seder. The plan is Wednesday nights at about 8 p.m. My website, rabbioni.org, with articles on the Parsha and Torah thoughts. And my podcast, rabbioni.org slash podcast, which you're listening to, covering Amuna. I'm also available for carousers, questions, and further conversation, and WhatsApp. Going forward, in the weekly class, Vizra Hashem, we will to work through material on Amuna and Tefillah, tying in the Parsha as we do so. Thank you for listening to the Amunity Podcast on Anchor by Spotify. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends. Have a question or chiddush? I'd love to hear from you. Please email me or leave a voice message on the Anchor app. You can become a monthly supporter on anchor.fm or by visiting rabbiyoni.org slash donate. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, Building Jewish Bridges. Learn more at rabbiyoni.org. <music>